In Oregon, where I grew up, between the Cascade Mountains and the Coastal Range, there's a fertile plain called the Willamette Valley. And strawberries are grown there, and raspberries, and boysenberries, and basically fruit and vegetables of all kind. And when you got to be old enough after high school, you could work during the summer at the cannery. But when you started at the cannery, you started on the night shift. Because you had to work long enough to work on the day shift. And 24 hours a day, they were processing fruit. My sister worked for them for about four years. They processed fruit mainly for Smucker's jams and jellies. To this day, my sister will not eat Smucker's jams and jellies. Let the buyer beware. Um, she saw the raw materials going in. It's like, mm, I think not. But when you are starting out, you start out at the bottom, or in this case, in the dead of night. Shepherds are already at the bottom rung of the ladder. It's really odd because in ancient Israel, they needed the meat, they needed the wool for clothes, and they needed the fat to be put down into oil. But the life of the shepherd and the role of shepherd wasn't greatly respected. And so it is odd that not only did the angels come to the shepherds, but came to the night shift of the shepherds, the lowest of the low. And came, and, and suddenly they're on these fields in, in this area. There's two hills, and they kind of come down, and for somebody to suddenly show up would have been pretty scary enough, and probably angels glowed a little bit. So it says they're basically sore afraid. They're terrified. And the angels always say the same thing when they show up. What do they say always? First thing they say. Fear not, which tells you what? Everybody's afraid. Everybody's afraid. It's like, I don't know what's going on, but I haven't seen it before. I'm not sure I want to see it again, but it terrifies me. The angels show up and say, fear not. This will be a sign for you. Good news. Good news. To you is born this day in the city of David, a ruler, the Messiah, the anointed one who is Christ the Lord. And here's the sign for shepherds. You'll find this kid with his mother, not in a fancy hotel, not at the Montage, not at the Ritz-Carlton, but in a manger, in a, you know, basically food trough, wrapped in bands of cloth, that's how you'll know the anointed one of God is here. Shepherd said, that makes sense. We're shepherds. What was the sign for the Magi? Here, over here, the Magi, how are they dressed? Are they dressed a little bit nicer? These are very important men. They dress nice. They have nice clothes. They've got a whole caravan. They've got people to do everything for them that they need to be done. And what is their sign? A star. If you're important, you get a star. If you're a shepherd, you get a sign in a manger. And this is not to say one sign is better than another, but I want you to think about the amazing quality of God. Hinduism is considered or called a faith with 100,000 gods. 
Now, in Hinduism, God is one, and ultimately there is only one God, but there's all of these, there's 100,000 manifestations of the deity. And there's an idea in Hinduism that God is gracious, and so that when the small, simple peasants are being, devoted, being devoted and doing you know, their, their prayers at a tiny shrine to this little God that's, you know, stone and, and metals and whatnot, that God actually assumes that form so that they're not committing idolatry. Think of that. God assumes the form that they need so that they can actually be worshiping God. God will come to each and every one of us in a way that we can receive it. I want to repeat that again. There is not one way that God will appear. God will make God's self manifest to us and to all the communities around the world in ways that we can see, hear, touch, taste, and smell. And that is amazing. We do not worship a God that says, if you don't get it, you're toast. Do we? I'm hoping there's a, yeah, that's right. <clears throat> like, no, you're toast, Pastor. Um, but w sometimes we live in a world where if, if they we're told that if we don't get it the same way as someone else, we really didn't get it. Have you ever heard that? I have friends who are born again. It's like, you just don't get it. It's like, you could be right. Or maybe I get it in a different way. Maybe when I am still and I am walking among the trees and the forests, and you hear that still, small voice that only speaks in silence, maybe that is where God speaks to me. And that is how God will tell me in silence where to go. Others, my wife is, I love my wife. She's a bull in a china shop. She talks, 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 talks. Um, She's like a good Italian. If you want to make her stop talking, just hold her arms. You know, if she can't, if she can't do this, not a word can leave her mouth. So I just have to you know, wrap her up, and then she's completely mute. But it's through interactions with people. Talk, 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 talk. I mean, she is going to find God through communications and through relationships, and she's going to, we're going to sit down, we're going to go to lunch, and we're going to talk about this. And it's like, but that's how God speaks to her and through her, through other people. Shepherds get a manger. Magi get a star. I get silence. My wife gets chatter. We are all being spoken to by the same living God. Isn't that a miracle? Look at your life, and how is God speaking through you? Sometimes it's an invitation to deliver some milk. When you visit another church, and you get hooked up with a family that starts a relationship that goes to, through the years and transforms entire communities, God speaks to us in 
magnificent ways. It's good to be simple. It's just fine to be a king. It is. But however you are, listen. Watch. Pay attention because God will speak. God is still speaking. And that's good news. Amen.